have to wait on the Lord because they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall matter. He's not moved by desperation. She comes in desperation. She meets a disinterested savior in the words of the young people. He said, tell it to my hands because my ears won't entertain it. He's not moved by desperation. She deals with a disinterested savior. But the next verse says she's got to deal with some deluded things. It's all these, by the way. It's a desperate sister meets a disinterested savior. And now she's got to deal with some deluded things. It's right in the text. I'm not lying. In Matthew chapter 15, the disciple says, Our Lord, send her away because she's bothering us. Oh, she's crying after us. Can I ask you, did you bring your brain to church this morning? I know you did. So look at the text because there's something in there that's bothering me. She comes in desperation. She speaks to the Savior about a situation she got at home. Notice, she doesn't speak to the armor bearer. She doesn't speak to the associate minister. She doesn't speak to security she speaks to Jesus a single woman comes to a single savior and yet the text says that the disciples turned around and said Lord would you please send her away because she's bothering us are y'all reading your Bible did y'all see that come on look at it would you send her away because she's bothering us in the message translation Peterson puts it this way Lord would you send her away because she's driving us us crazy. Oh God, y'all miss your cue right there. Would you send away because she's driving us crazy? Why don't you unpack that one verse and you'll realize that the disciples is lying on her because she didn't even holler at them. She said, Jesus singular, would you have mercy on me singular? My daughter is demon possessed. But look at their response. Lord, would you send her away because she's bothering us or she's driving us crazy? You see, uh, where did they come up with us from? Uh, where did they come up? She just said, Jesus, singular. Have mercy on me, singular. My daughter is demon possessed. And look at their response. Look at Peterson's translation from the Message Bible. Lord, would you please send her away? Because she's driving us crazy. Listen, do me a favor. Lean forward. I want to tell you a little secret. Uh, your praise is no good until it bothers somebody. Okay, y'all missed it. Y'all missed it. Uh, okay, lean forward. Let me give it to you again. Your praise is no good until it bothers somebody. So you might as well do a road check and ask your neighbor, say, neighbor, has my praise been bothering you? And if they say no, go ahead and holler at them. Say, if you thought I shouted at 8 o'clock, you ain't seen nothing yet. If you thought I shouted at 10 o'clock, you ain't seen nothing yet. If you thought I shouted last week, you ain't seen nothing yet. My praise is about to bother you. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul, come on, do a pew check and make sure you're not sitting next to a praise hater. Make sure you're sitting next to a praise giver. Make sure you're sitting next to somebody that when you begin to break out in a shout, they'll shout with you. You ain't trying to sit next to nobody who look like they've been sucking lemon all night long, who sing that national Baptist song, I shall not be moved. The devil is a liar. God's been too good to you for you to sit there and look cute this morning. Open your mouth, throw your head back, and let the devil in hell hear you. Let it 
you. Let every liar hear you. Open your mouth and praise him until it bothers. Your praise, your praise, your praise is no good until it bothers somebody. Come on, ask your neighbor. Say, is my shout bothering you? Come on, say, is my holler bothering you? Is my dance bothering you? You ain't seen nothing yet. Wait till he bring me out what I'm going through. Open your mouth. Send her away, cause she's bothering. Send her away, cause she's driving us. Don't she know we don't shout like that? Don't she understand protocol? Don't she know we don't holler like this? We don't put our shoes on one side and our purse on the other side. But is there anybody in here who said God's been too good to me for me to sit there and look cute when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's brought me through? Ma! She, would, you, would you send her away? Because she is driving us. You haven't praised God till you make somebody mad. Y'all don't hear me up in here. I say, you know when you praise God, when the devil take notice of your praise. I need about 200 people in here who said the devil is taking notice of my praise because he thought I wasn't going to shout this morning, but God's been too... He's been too good. She, she comes she comes in desperation she meets a disinterest savior she has to deal with some deluded saints ah, when she comes in desperation she meets a disinterest savior because he's not moved by desperation ah, and the disciples said Lord send her away cause she is crying after us verse 24 said but he answered and said I was not sent except to the long sheep of the house of Israel it's looking bad for Jesus today cause listen first he dissed her then she has to deal with some deluded saints then he opens her mouth and the answer he gives her don't even make sense oh I forgot she's a Canaanite she ain't been to the woman's conference she off the street she have no clue what in the world is he talking about I was not sent but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. What that got to do with more? I just want to know, can you help a sister out? And you want to give me a theological dissertation. I didn't go to Howard School of Divinity. Y'all don't want to be real. I don't have no clue what the lost sheep of Israel got to do with my situation. And I know, I know this might bother some of y'all, but does it ever faze anybody that sometimes the response or the answer that God gives you to your request makes you, uh, you want him tall, he send him short. Y'all don't want to be real. You, 
You wanted Deborah, he sends Delilah. Y'all don't want to be real. Uh, uh, you wanted him rich, he's driving a hook to you. It's okay. okay. The, the answer doesn't... Come on, it's all right. You can be real. It doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. And I know, I know y'all deep and spiritual. It makes sense for y'all. But every now and then God gives me an answer. And I got to reread it because I said, did he get my email mixed up? Okay, y'all missed it. Uh, in fact, he don't even have to send me an email. Sometimes there's some things I read in the Bible. It don't even make sense to me. Can I be real? Can I just go ahead and confess? Uh, stuff like this. Uh, bless them who despitefully use you. Tell your neighbor, you know that don't make no sense uh, come on up in here come on oh this is another one if somebody slapped you don't slap them back or tell your neighbor say i don't think so that don't make no sense he said if they slap you i uh, turn the other cheek uh, and then the other one if they ask you to go a mile don't just go a mile but make sure you go an extra mile i'm already tired on the first mile and you want okay i wish i had somebody and then this one gets me give and it shall be given i ain't got nothing to give and you said if i oh i wish i had some real beer sometimes the answer doesn't make sense but my issue is not his answer my issue is her response the text says in a nonsense answer she worship okay y'all miss your cue when to shout the answer doesn't make sense but verse 25 she said you're still holy the answer doesn't make sense but she said you're still worthy the answer doesn't make sense but she said thank you anyway the answer doesn't make sense but it doesn't affect her pray can i ask you a question Glenarden? does the answer always have to make sense for you to worship does he always have to give you what you want for you to worship or can you say God it doesn't matter if you bless me or not just the mere fact you saved me is enough to open my mouth the answer, the answer, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Why, why, would he, why would he give her an answer that doesn't make sense? And her response to a nonsense answer is you're still holy. The response to a nonsense answer is I say, it don't make sense to me, but I still love you. And listen, at the end, don't miss verse 25. At the end of her worshiping, she tagged her request. Can you help her sister out? You see, worship creates the atmosphere for me to ask something. Come on. It doesn't mean he'll give it to me, but I create the atmosphere for him to respond. The answer doesn't make sense, but she said, you're still worship. And at the end of the worship, she said, can you help her sister out? Oh, Lord, help me. And verse 26, Lord, help me. Look at verse 26. He turns around and he said, it's not good to take the children's bread and to throw it to the dogs. Are y'all still here? Now listen, Gloria, I ain't got no problem with that answer. My problem is when he gives that answer. 
Look when he gives her the answer. After worship. After she sowed a seed. After she swung on the chandelier. After she rolled on the floor. He said, it is not good to take the children's bread and to throw it to the door. What kind of answer is that after worship? I expect that worship. I expect that answer in pre-worship. But this is post. This is after I paid my tithe. Y'all don't want to be real. This is after I blessed God. This is after I did ministry. Why would he give me an answer like that? After worship. I'm glad you asked the question. The reason why Jesus said I give it an answer is because you want to teach those of us at Glen Arden is not only is he not moved by desperation, but he cannot be manipulated by worship. Get our stuff. They're going to put us out of the church. I said he cannot be manipulated. Oh, come here, come here, come here, come here. Those of you who want to use worship as a magic one, come here, come here. Those of you who want to use worship as a magic stick, come here, come here. Those of you who believe you can pay for the blessing and pay for the anointing of God, come here, come here. For those of you who try to use worship to manipulate him instead of magnify him, is there anybody at the song in my voice who said when I worship him, it's not because of what he does, it's not because of what he give is because of who he is so if he never give me another blessing I still I still worship him I still praise him I still bless his name because my worship my worship is for real my worship is genuine he doesn't have to give me a Mercedes to praise him he doesn't have to give me a mansion to praise him he doesn't have to give me clothes to praise him if he takes it all and I still got King Jesus I come up in here and open my mouth and give him my best praise because my worship is not to manipulate him it's to magnify him oh magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together he answers her that way because he's teaching us he's not moved by desperation but he cannot be manipulated by worship yeah you went to that worship conference they told you if you say 50 hallelujah and 25 glory glory and 65 thank you Jesus and if you spin around you'll get what you want tell your neighbor say he in your sky captain he's God he in your bellhop he's God and if he doesn't give you another blessing just the mere fact he saved your soul 